It's okay, I'm gonna sing one more nigun. It's a nigun we sang last week, I just can't get this out of my heart. That's not Michal Shapiro nigun that we sang last week. It's just, uh, sometimes a nigun gets stuck in you and you could do whatever you want to, to try to shake it off and it just doesn't work. And then you just have to meet Batel and be like, okay, Embaya, Kibalti. Sefer Yom Ahmadim, 
Are there any left? They're none left. Okay, those that want, we'll make another order, please God. And we are, I think, we're starting a new parak today. Parak Gimel. Parak Gimel Daf Mem. Welcome back home, brother. Baruch Hashem. So this, this, I'll tell you the truth, this parak, I was, sure, I was uh, almost debating, do I skip over this one? Because I don't want to make anyone feel bad. But then I'm like, what are we doing? What are we, what are we here to do? Like, what are we here, like, skipping over just to make, Maza, imagine if, like, Hashem said, like, I have a whole tire for you, right? But there's certain inyanim here, I have a chashash that maybe, like, people will, like, oh my God, I don't know. So this is a Lemaisa shir. This is a very Lemaisa practical shir. And I want to explain something. What we've worked very hard on, and many of you have reached out on Fridays, especially last week, saying that you got, you closed shop by what time last week? 11, 11.30, 11.45. Different shop, different, different Friday, but different Shabbos. Different Shabbos. So... Let's say I close up shop Friday by 11.30, 11.45. Then what's the avoda? Netflix till Shabbos? <laughs> like, you, mean, what? you know what I mean? Then what do you have time for, right? So this is going to address something like when you, when you close up shop, it opens up the gates to like what, what Erev Shabbos can be because then what Shabbos could be, literally what Shabbos Kodesh can become. So I just know that maybe it'll be a little, it'll touch upon a, a, a point here that maybe we're not there yet, but there's no greater time to be achlata to take upon ourselves something maybe we haven't been doing yet. So look at this. Yashlim parashiyotav. Be mashlim whatever you're missing. Mashlim your parashot, what does that mean? Yesh ladat, Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shlita says. Shela ashlima parasha ashnaim mikra ve'echa targum is eno schut greater. Everyone thinks that, you know, do you, oh, are you, do you do Shnai Mikra Echad Targum? As if, like, it's something that uh, maybe you do, maybe, maybe you're into it, maybe you're not. But when you open up the Shulchan Aruch, Shnai Mikra Echad Targum shows up as, as a Sa'if in the Shulchan Aruch. It's not this custom that was taken on 600 years ago. So he says, it's not a schut, it's not a, a merit if you get to do it. This is a complete obligation like we see in the Gemara and Baruchas. And then if you look in Reish Pei, what is it? Reish Pei, hey, Sif Aleph, I was looking at it this morning. It's, not, it's, it's pretty crystal clear that a Yid has to be, has to be mashlim, has to be mashlim parashiyot. What does that mean, Mavir Sedra? What does Shnai Mikra Echa Targum mean? So, anyone want to share? What, what does that mean? Right, so now, what happens if I say, I read the parish, I do like each, each aliyah a day, and then I mashlim on Shabbos is considered my second one. You're fine. But it wasn't like that the first 100 years after the halacha came out. About 80 years. The first 80 years, it was like, no, then there were achronim that came and said, no, 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 the truth is, is that you, you could consider this, the second shnai mikra, right, shnai mikra, two times you read the Torah, as the Torah reading that you do on Shabbos. But the first one has to be you, you know, during the week. Huh? Yeah, 100%. And the Svaridim do this much, much better and more meduyak than Achenu Bnei Ashkenaz. 
is that, I mean, I don't know, in all shuls, but in many of them, and when we had, when uh, David Zayit was living out here, and he would get an aliyah, he read. Always, he, he got the aliyah that he read. Mamash to be, to be reading, the one that's reading when you go up to the Torah. But when you look at the Shulchan Aruch, Halacha Pesukah, that this is something you have to do. So we should take this, those, that, those of us that aren't holding there yet, that by the time Shabbos comes, we're Mavir Sajor, that means we went through at least one time the Aliyot, and with Rashi. Where we understand today that Targum can be Yotz, right? The way that we understand it is with, is with Rashi, and of course also with Unkel, like whatever, whatever you need to do. But this is not a schut. Now, why, why, we, why is he telling us this? Look. Now the time to be able to mashlim the parashiyot, to do this, is dafka at this like, I like to call it like, it's not cholamoy, well, the whole weekday, Rabbi Shlomo says, is called cholamoy Shabbos, like all the weekdays, but this man of Friday afternoon, now that we've decided last Shabbos, listen, I'm closing shop at 11.45 in today's, you know, whatever this man is, an hour before Chatzot, hopefully, as much as we can. Now that we have this time, what are we filling it with, right? What are we filling it with? <clears throat> now, don't use this as a heter to not bathe your kids and put it on your wife either. There's about six hours you got there, so you know this shouldn't take you more than maybe uh, half an hour. Maybe, okay? With the Rashi's, right? Is that why the whole thing is Friday typically longer? The, the Arizal speaks about this, and Rabbi Nachman speaks about this. This is in the Shara Kavanas or into Rabbi Nachman right now in the Kutim Aran. But keep that in your keep that in mind. Keep it in mind by you Kufmem Aleph and the Kutim Aran and hopefully we'll we'll get to see it. How do we know it's specifically Shabbat uh, Shabbat afternoon? It says yeah, Arab Shabbat. Based on what's that? Based on, based on last week. Yeah, based on last week. No, no, but also because based on what they're saying, from meaning the mikvah of Arab Shabbos, when do you go to the mikvah from Erev Shabbos? If you went to the mikvah Friday morning, it's a beautiful Friday you had. That's not your Shabbos mikvah yet. That's only from Chatzot Ayom Va'elach. So Bichla, I'm just basing it on, on, on the typical Zman, that we, the way that we understand Friday afternoon. But most people, it's a very interesting thing. They just don't know of it. But then there are those that they're like, I'm, I'm actually saving my Mavir Sedra for this time. There are those that kill, they don't even do it until this is Mana Miyuchad of like getting of this post Chatzot Friday afternoon. What ends up happening? It's great. They have Gevaldic plans. It happens to me all the time. I have all these plans for this Zman that I have on Friday afternoon. The truth is, any Zman really that I say, I'm designating it for that, I cannot never get there. 
is that's what he's saying. Yeah, especially erev Shabbos. So therefore, yeah, you, had, you learned in the Arizal that your Mavir Sadra, you do this on Friday afternoon, so you save. It's like you have all the time on Sunday. Nah. You have an hour now to do Mavir Sadra. No, 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 listen, I know. I'm waiting for Friday afternoon. That's my Zman. Kids are jumping on the head. The blech's not working. You know, not, not, usually Tom gets like 80% of our calls about Friday afternoon problems, right? Like, I got this, got, I need this fixed, I need this taken care of. Nothing's happening. We have no control over whatever it is. So the Mecca Meir Shechter is saying, it's very beautiful and holy. You wanted to save the Zman for Friday afternoon. Let's come down to this world a little bit. Okay? Like, generally is the Minag, that you divide it into seven days. Yom Rishon Hatsheni, Yom Beiz Hatshlishi, Yom Gimel Hatrevi, וכן הלאה. הסדר הזה אינו לוקח הרבה זמן ביום, וכך יעלה בידו לגמור כל הפרשה עד כניסת השבת. So as beautiful as it is, it's interesting what he's saying. He said, based on the Ariza on Rabbi Nachman, the Zman for it really, Friday afternoon. It's an amazing Zman to do this. But Lemaisa, we know what it's like. Therefore, the way we do it, day by day, day by day, day by day. So then when it comes to Shabbos, you're more or less there. At least you don't have Rishon Shani Shlishi Rabbi Chamishi Shishi 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 no, you're what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay. Okay, now he says like this. And this is a small parak. We're going to do the whole parak today. Moreno Reb Nassim katav belikute halachos. Kol yemot ha-shavua mekablim chiyus ma-nekuda shemeira bahen al yedei kriyas oto ha-sedra. Now this is something that's found in many of the others for him. He's saying that the days of the week receive its, its vitality and its life force from the point that shines through the reading of that parsha of the week. The light, the vitality, the life force of the day. This is amazing. Veshamati me'arav achashuv, Reb Shmuel Horovitz, Zechet Tzadik Livracha, B'Shem Moreno Reb Now, I want you guys to remember these names. To me, it's very important. When I first was re- learning this farm, I was just trying to gobble up every name, every Rebbe, every Sefer. But when these names stick into you and then you start connecting the dots, it's just beautiful and you feel at home. Reb Shmuel Horovitz, was one of the most holiest, holiest of the Hashem that lived in the time of Rav Kook. He was friends with Rav Kook. He grew up in the Lubavitch family, but he found Reb Nachman and he just, that's it. It was by him, game over. I have a beautiful picture of him. He was taken into captivity in the Jordanian captivity in 1948 together with a bunch of wrestlers that were living then in the old city, including Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter's father, Rav David Shechter, Reb Shmuel Shapira, other names of Rebbe's, of Tzadikim we've heard of. And Reb Shmuel, they have a collection of Reb Shmuel Horowitz's Ktavim. They're unbelievable. They're absolutely unbelievable. So just keep that name, okay? Keep that name there strong. Shamati Maravachoshev, Haravachosi Reb Shmuel Horowitz, the name of Reb Nassim. Masha Ketub Likutim Aran, Shetzarich Lekasheret Atzmo Iman Nekuda Ashayach Lelibo Bechol Et. So Rabbi Nachman says like this, a person has to connect himself with the nekuda that shayach to his heart at any 
at the moment that he finds himself. Is that the merit? We have to be hearts again, Yidin. We have to be Yidin that are connected to what's going on inside of us. As much as we want to, as much as we want to just, you know, always feel like we're health, you have, to, you have to be aware. You have to live with the consciousness of what's transpiring inside of you. Even though you may want to be somewhere else or think other things, at that moment, that's what's shaykh to your heart at that moment. So he's, that's what Rabbi Nachman says, comes Reb Nassan and he says, what does that mean? That what, what, one of the ways we understand how do I become aligned with what's going on in myself, a yid is always kashur to what they're reading, what they're learning. Which brings me to the following painful observation. How are we connected to Jews in Galut in these weeks if they're laning a different parsha? It drives me, it drives me, it's sugar. You learn from Chayyeh that you're connected to these three holy. Mazel You understand? The Mamash Nekudap Nimit, what he's saying over here. He's saying, you know. One of the ways Yehudim were always connected to each other is because everyone was always learning, getting ready for the same Shabbos. Now, it wasn't just a nice thing. They're getting ready for the same Parsha. It's that, it's the Nikuda that's Shayach to their heart, the Parsha. But what happens when you're learning different Parshas? They're only practicing. Huh? They're only practicing. <laughs> they're only practicing it. It's a koev. It's a It's a very sensitive thing. Now, he continues, and I love when he does this, bringing Lubavitch stories into a breast of a sefer is one of my favorite things. But this time, it's, it's, it, I never heard this in the name of the Tzemach Tzedek, I heard it in the name of the Alter Rebbe. Misaprim shechad ma'amaskilin amar pa'am l'arav ha'kadosh ba'al Tzemach Tzedek Lubavitch. One of the maskilim, you know what a maskil is, right? The guy that lights, that puffs his cigar, he has the greatest hanat to smoke his cigar, while learning Gemara, beautiful. Any, any problems yet? I mean, for some people, maybe, but any problems yet? Jerry, a shmef with the Gemara? Come on, right? Shabbos. <laughs> on Shabbos. That's, yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's a little bit of an issue we have over here, right? So this is what the Indian was, is that, you know, the maskilim, the maskilim, the enlightened ones, who ended up then becoming mityavnim, who ended up becoming, I don't even know how to say that word in English, other than, huh? Hellenized. And unfortunately, we still, we have plenty of that chavra. So this, this enlightened one said, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Rebbe has good chassidim, the chassidim are good people. But they haven't adapted to living uh, with current events. Okay? Now what's funny is that out of all the chassidim, the truth is, Chabatskers are like most connected to like current events and living in this world, right? They even wear blue shirts. Tzemach Tzedek answers him and he says, How do you say that they're not living adapted to the times, to the spirit of the times? Do you know how hard they're Mavi Sedra? Do you know how hard they're working on the Parsha? And how much, how much pleasure and life they receive from being connected to learning the Parsha. 
And the sedra that they learn, the parsha they learn every single week, shines their face, but shines their, their life because that's the nikuda of their heart. Do you have a more stronger connection to living with the times than living with the parsha? How could you say they're not living with the spirit of the time? Which, which still brings me back to my last point I made before about different parshas being read, right? But meaning the Alter Rebbe used to say, and they used to they quote this a lot from the Alter Rebbe that a yid has to live with the times. A yid living with the times means that a yid is living with the parsha of the week because there's nothing that connects us more to the time that we're in than the parsha of the week. Let's say this. So maybe all this he's saying is that. You want to show up to Shabbos really connected with this specific Shabbos that you have in front of you, Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter is saying, perhaps, how we're darshling it out. So therefore, I want to show up exactly with this Shabbos, with what this Shabbos is all about. Therefore, how do I connect to what this Shabbos is all about? The light that's coming from this Shabbos is coming from the Sidra that's being read this Shabbos. You've got to show up prepared. I, there are those that say, no, no, I, I don't want to be... Um, I don't want to be bored during Torah, Torah learning on Shabbos. Because if I, you know, if I learned it during the week and I'm going to come again and learn it again on Shabbos, it, you know, like let's say a parsha that's very juicy, right? Like let's say, give me a juicy parsha. Although obviously all the parshas are juicy. What's that? Korach, Korach. Korach, right? So I want to, you know, I want to like, Mavir Sedra? I'd rather just come to Shul again and be on the edge to see what happens again, to be excited if the... See if the Adama opens its mouth or not, right? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Kita Aleph. Not even Kita Aleph. Kindergarten. Not even. A yid lives with the times by being connected to the Nikuda of the Parsha. So therefore, the Zman, the Zman to prepare yourself most for the light. See, every Shabbos, gives, whether we realize it or not, infuses our lives and our family's light with or. Every Shabbos does this. But the extent, to the extent that my heart is a vessel that's open to receive the light that comes from Shabbos. I, what's one of the ways that I prepare my heart to receive the light of Shabbos? It's this specific Shabbos. How? Through the Sedra of the week. Don't wait. Don't, we don't save your ammunition for, for Shabbos. It's, we have the whole week to prepare for this. And he continues here. Bachurim b'yemei chorpam belomdam b'yeshiva chotrim tamid l'agia l'semcha. Not just yeshiva bachris, but this letter was addressed to yeshiva bachris, I think. The bachurim, um, you know, they always, definitely in the in b'yemei chorpam, that could either mean in, in their winter years of life or the, the zman of winter, right? They always want to strive to be b'semcha when they're learning. What's the greatest eitza? To remove worries and stress and to feel simcha. I'll take the tzaddik's word for this, boys. What did the tzaddik just say? You really want to remove as much worry and stress from you as much as possible? Learn the, learn the aliyah of the day. Have it kavua in you. This is what you're taking on. And he says, Eitza Yehudza, this is known, this, this be'emet helps a person with his simcha. He, you know why? Because you're aligned with the times. And when you feel like you're in your right place, ze masir mimcha de'agot. 
מחמוכן לעבור היטב בהבנה על חומש עם פירוש רש"י של אותו היום, together with רש"י of that day. ולעולם לא אשכח את הימים המבורכים בהם היינו עסוקים בפרשיות מלאכת המשכן, פרשת שרומה תצווה ודומיהם, כיוון חייסני. I'll never forget, he says, the days when we were learning the parshias of the dealing of the, of the, of the creation of the mishkan, שרומה תצווה, how much life it gave me. בימים הללו, in those days when we were learning that in yeshiva, היו לי ריינה מחשבס. Does anyone know what ריינה means? Well, you know it from a sad place. Yidn Rain. What's Rain? Like clean of. Right? Like clean of. Nebuch. Here we're just going to say it. Beautiful. He says, Rain Nemachshavas. Clean, pristine thoughts. He's learning the parashiyas of... He said he realized he had clean and pristine thoughts because he's, we were so immersed in the erection of the, uh, of the Mishkan. So he says over here, מחשבות נקיות וקדושות. היינו מהלכים אחוזיים ודבוקים בסדר הקמת המשכן, בצורת המנורה, לחם הפנים, אורך היריות, הריגת האפוד והפרוכת. When you're learning the parashiyas every week, you know, every day, what happens to some of us when it comes to the parashiyas of Truma and Tetzave? So that's basically when I've like given up on Shnai Mikra Echad Targum. I started it strong from Breshit, comes Truma Tetzave, I kind of go shluf, right, for some people. If you're holding strong, what happens to you? If you immerse yourself in the structure of the Mishkan and all the details that the Torah is giving us about the Begadim of the Kohen Gadol, that's a big one. This year we really got into it. The Begadim of the Kohen Gadol, if that's what your mind is immersed in every single day, he's saying the production of holy thoughts and clean thoughts, you have about everything else in life is just a result of living with the times. Living with the times of the parsha. פעם אחת קיבלתי איגרת מבן ישיבה מבקש עצה לשמחה. I once got a letter from a בן ישיבה. רבי, I need an עצה, הרבי בשמחה. השבתי לו שיבדוק בעצמו אם הוא יודע היטב את השיעור של הגמרא והשיעור של חומה של רש"י של אותו יום של כתיבת המכתב. So I told him, listen, check the day you sent me the letter and tell me if you were holding of that day's learning. Of that day. ואפשר שיהיה הסיבה לעצבותו. It could be that's the reason of your, of your sadness. He went back and checked, what day did I write you this letter? And you saw, yeah, you were right. I wasn't holding in the learning of that day. Of that day, of that Zman. And he realized, Where does sadness stem from? Not all the time, but most of the time. What is sadness and them? Things aren't where they should be. I feel misaligned. Bichlal in life. If things are where they, are, where they should be, I feel, what's that? Nachon. If things are where they are, I'm found. Pashut me'od. Where I think they should be. Bidiuk. That's the yeshu. That's the ego. Nachon. Where I think they should be. Legamre. Bidiuk. בדיוק, and that's what leads to עצבות. He's saying to sadness. So he's saying, לכן, now a yid has to realize, I'm a yid that's ma'amin, what's, what's an expectation of where I should be every single day? Not where I think I should be, but where Hashem Yisbarach thinks where I should be. Receiving life force from, this, from the parsha of this week. Every day of the week. So if I align myself every day of the week where, where Hashem thinks I should be, if Yaakov Meir Shechter is putting his money 
on us being in a happier place in life. And you know what? All the skeptics and cynics, not in this room, because everyone believes everywhere the Torah we ever learned, but if there's someone that hears this, they're like, oh my God, the kooks of Shirat David again are up to their, their, their wacky, you know, Neo Mishigas. Just try it for a week. Just try it for a week. Live with the Parsha day by day. See where you are. Check and see if you feel more in line with where you're supposed to be. Just try it. ולכן בן ישיבה הנמצא בין כותלי הישיבה ואינו ממלא כראוי וחיות את ההתחייבות שיש בו בין כותלי הישיבה, נמצא שאינו מקומו. You ever been in ישיבה? And you feel lost and sad and you think you just can't find yourself? But really, sometimes what happens is that you're just not learning what you're supposed to be learning. Sometimes it comes down to this. Not always. But sometimes you just got lost in the learning and you feel like you want to be, you know, you don't even realize what you really want to do is just be on track. That's what you want to do. Not always. I'm just, not always. He says most of the time. We're going to go with sometimes just to make, not make, make people feel too pressured about this, but also pressured. If a person lives like he should, Hashem wise, in the, in the tkufa that he's in and where he's at, on Pesach, when I'm sitting by the Seder table, and I'm just blown away by the Kedusha of the Machloket of Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel regarding Hanukkah candles, you're not where you're supposed to be. <laughs> We're not just talking about like being in a bad place in non-Kedushadik things. We're talking about even being mixed up with holiness. Ezehu chacham hamakir et mekomo. Who's the wise person that knows where they should be? There's a time for place. And Rabbi Shlomo used to say, you don't go to a funeral and say Mazel Tov, right? And you don't, and, and you don't go to a simcha and say Baruch Dan Emes. Even if like you remember, oh, like these are things you say to people at times. You just got it mixed up. You have to know where you are. Okay, means we've checked this out. It works. That's what zgulab duka means, right? You think of a better, a better, uh, a better way of uh, try it tested. Try it tested. <clears throat> this has been tried, tested. It works to put, to insert a person to his proper place. And this will definitely bring a person happiness. Sviat Ratzon means a satiation of will, of desire. And last paragraph. Someone once told me, Have you heard of this name before? He was the head of the Eid Haredis. I just saw a picture of him. It's, it's frightening. He's Kadosh Venora. So someone asked him, Hey, were you Mavir Sedra yet? Right? And then this person, I asked him, how, how many times did you learn it? He said, I learned it once. And then this person, he really wanted to live with the times. So what did he do in order to do that? And trust me, he wasn't bored on the eighth time that he heard that the 
Adama opened up its mouth to swallow Korach. He wasn't bored. It got deeper and deeper into him. Where he needs to be in the world, that's the inyan. Where he, mekomo ba'olam, became clearer and deeper to him every time he was Mavir Sedra. Let's just start with one, boys, okay? One time around. Or t- sorry, two times around. We'll get to eight one day, but, right? Ken sipeli ha'ish anal she'ami talmidei yishivato shel arav. So we see from this how much those that really live with yira because they know the danger of sadness. And the danger of sadness can bring a person, like Rabbi Nachman says, to this dark place called mara shchora, black bitterness. It's the agon of melancholy. It's the place we want to do everything we can to stay away from. And in this world that we're living in, there are plenty of reasons to be very sad and feel misplaced. But there are things that give us the most healthiest approach to finding our place in life, and they're the most simple ones, yet the deepest. And one of them is to just to say, like, we're taking this upon ourselves, we're going to be aligned. We're going to be aligned with who we are, and in that way, when that's the way I live my week, that I know Sunday's Sunday, Monday's Monday, in the right place in the right time, you know what happens? Then Shabbos is Shabbos. Then Shabbos is Shabbos. And then there's a Shlama, there's a Shlemut. The week is Shalem. Every, there's a Shlemut, there's, there's Shalom. We're living with Shabbat Shalom Mavarach. So we, should, we, we should be zocher to take these, this Indian on and do it besimcha and to find ourselves really with Raina, Raina Machshavas. Clean thoughts more and more every single day. As we begin our day immersed with, with Rashi, it will continue with Hashem with holy thoughts throughout the, throughout the day, throughout the week, and bring us to Shabbos Kodesh. Yeshua Koach, everyone.